Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 15. Episode 10. Alien Races. Recorded December 2nd, 2014. This episode, Kevin, Troy, David, and Megan are recorded by Mark Lutz at Flashback Comics and Games and also the Bungalow Ale House, both in Woodbridge, Virginia. Topics include comics, TV, movies, video games, and everything geek pop culture. Watch this episode on comicsonline.blip.tv and on YouTube. Welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 15, Episode 10. I'm your host, Kevin Goswana. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Troy David Phillips, store manager here at Flashback Comics and Games here in Woodbridge, Virginia. So I couldn't resist the opportunity to take a couple of selfies there. Right, 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 because that's what he does. That's what I do. That's what I do. I walk around and I take selfies. He's all about the selfies. All about the selfie. My phone is full of about 2,510 selfies. All right. I'm making that up. (laughs) So we're recording this uh, Tuesday. Are you taking a selfie right now? No. Well, I mean, I could. (laughs) I could. We could do it. We could do it like, uh, you know, and and then post this up. Well, see, your phone screen is so much bigger than mine, so... uh, yeah, hey, check that out. We're a couple of handsome guys. All right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're recording this uh, Tuesday, uh, December 2nd, uh, and we're about to talk about comics that have come out December 3rd, but a couple of these comics, by the way, being as though we didn't record last week was uh, Thanksgiving week, and so we didn't record, Right. we right. will introduce a couple that came out last week um, because uh, I liked them better. That's That's bottom line. Oh, that's because, once again, Kevin is behind. You see, when you collect a, a volume of comics like Kevin collects, um, you're about, what, 175 a month now, I think? No, right now I'm like maybe, what, 30 a month? It's not a lot. So, uh, yeah, at 175 a month, you do fall behind if you don't keep up and read your stuff every single week. When, you know, in my prime, I was, you know, 80 to 100 a month, and that's that's where I think my, you know, sweet spot is, and that eventually I will get back there. Look, hey, we've got we've got a call coming in. <laughs> not really. We don't really have a call coming in. But... Uh, is that is that really that's 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 your peak? Uh, for me, yeah, I think that's that's about my peak. My my peak was two hundred ten a month. That's a lot. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, yes, we do. In part two, of course. Uh, but we're going to segue over to part uh, part one. Sort of. We're gonna we're gonna segue into talking about comics in just a moment. But I wanted to remind folks uh, who didn't quite make it to the very end of last episode um, that we are if. If you are our faithful watchers and listeners are are really thinking, you know, I I want to make Kevin and Troy uh, put stuff out on time. I want to make them shout me out personally on on the on the show. Uh, well, there's a way you can do that, and um, it does not involve cattle prods. Weirdly, it doesn't. <laughs> um, you can do- go to patreon.com uh, slash comics online, and, uh, and you can support the show. And uh, we have little goals where it's like, oh, if, you, if somebody 
donates such and such amount, and these are tiny amounts, by the way, tiny amounts, uh, then uh, then Kevin will will be uh, compelled uh, financially to uh, to go ahead and make sure stuff but, comes out on top. By, by tiny amounts, are we, we talking like uh, like five dollars? Okay, so yeah. so not like one thousand five hundred. Should we go that high? Let's start at five. Maybe if we, <laughs> if we get back to being popular again. I, I was popular for a minute there, about a year or two ago. God, it was a while if ago. If you want to contribute $1,500, by all means, no one's going to try we to will, stop. We will shout you out. You can dictate all the crap we do if you want to contribute that much. Hey, for $1,500, I promise I will keep my shirt on. I'll keep his. Sh- I don't know. What the- <laughs> well, because we you will know- be at the, the level of clothedness uh, dictated by your preferences and uh, the oh, I'm legal not going system. that far. <laughs> and the legal system. I mean, come on, fifteen grand when you do it? Uh, per, this per episode, fifteen grand. Okay. Yeah, All right. See I'm now he's in. in. My underwear. See now everybody has a price. <laughs> That's not uh, that. If if I were a Native American, that would be my Native American tribal name. Dances in underwear. Hmm. Amazing. So uh, yeah, and speaking of uh, uh, what's that called? Yeah, e- ethnic uh, things. I want to talk about. That's that's what I want to talk about in part two later. So uh, come back for part two. But in the meantime, hey Troy. Hey uh, Kevin. Let's talk comics. Let's talk comics. It's a split on the on the video, will ya? Oh, you do actually want to split? Uh, would you? I would love it. Here <laughs> and three, two. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flashback Comics here in Woodbridge, Virginia. I am your host and store manager, Troy David Phillips. And with me today, this handsome gentleman in the bow tie earlier, As usual. he was wearing the Inspector Gadget jacket, which I thought looked really spiffy. Should I wear that instead? I can go get it. Uh, you know, well, you know, if you'd like, if All you'd right. like. You, well, you, are you... A, you are a fashion plate here, Kevin. You you are uh, definitely... That's what I wore to work. Uh, uh-huh. I had a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Kevin rolls out of bed looking like this. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we've got comics this week. Yes, that, we do. Uh, some some of which were from last week, but we're just going to say they're this week because well, why not? those were your choices. Yeah, I got my choices gotta, are much more contemporaneous. I got a, a two of my five choices are from last week, but we but it was Thanksgiving week and Troy was out of town. He couldn't be bothered to show up. Uh, it's because I was in a plane coming back from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. When Dallas, I was Texas. When I'm in. Uh, that in the Dallas area, I, I like to shop. When I, I, I talk about uh, only shops that are greater than a hundred miles from here, uh, <laughs> Lone Star Comics. They're in uh, across the street from Irving Mall. I like that one. That's my favorite. Didn't go anywhere near them. Yeah. Uh, didn't really have time to. Yeah. Uh, I, I would go there and check them out and say hi. Uh, actually, I did stop in their store once back in 1990. Back in the uh, last, well, no. The last time I was a regular customer there was uh, 88, I think. Mm. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. We only missed each other by like two years. You know what? Actually, I take that back. I did come back for 10 weeks in uh, 1990. Yeah, 1990. Wow. Well, I don't know how you missed me. I was right there. He was right there. Was right we there. could have been in the same comic book store this, at the same time uh, 24 years ago. That's weird. Yeah, wow. I'm getting old. <laughs> On that note, I'm comics, rolling into comics. brand new comics. So, Kev, yes, I don't, sir. I don't, I can't believe you didn't pick this up. I can't believe that you missed it, that you glossed over. I missed it, that, that one you too. Paying attention, but dude, check this. All right, 
I'm leading into your microphone here. Yes, sir. Okay, my first pick this week from Boom Studios. Boom. Escape from New York number one. Bada boom. Okay. Uh, fans of the other John Carpenter, Kurt Russell comic adaptation, or comic sequel, really, Big Trouble in Little China, come check this out. So this isn't an adaptation. This is, in fact, a sequel. Uh, as I understand it. Now, I've not had time to go through this one in as great a depth and detail, but the interior is looking spiffy. This is... Uh, who doesn't love Escape from New York? Of the two films, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., Escape from New York is definitely the better of the two films. Like the cover says, uh, Escape from New York is number one. <laughs> oh, man. it's It's got gritty action. I'm seeing some bloodshed. There's a pretty woman in the front seat with Snake Plissken. There's shotguns. Uh, stuff is getting busted. I see barbed wire. This comic, Shuriken. Uh, yeah, yeah. This comic has got it. Uh, if you were a fan of the film, I'd definitely pick this up. Uh, Boom Studios is doing a great job with... The uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. So uh, check out Escape from New York. And then sit down and watch the movie again. You know, it'll be a thing. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yes, sounds good to me, too. So my first thing from this week, which was really from, from last, last week, week. Uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, this is uh, one of the Spider-Verse spinoffs. Well, not really a spinoff, but uh, inclusives. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 10, uh, volume whatever. Uh, but it's Amazing Spider-Man number 10. And uh, this is in- including the the superior Spider-Man. So uh, is uh, is there an extra-dimensional Doc Ock version of Spider-Man back in, in our world? world i don't know but we're gonna find out when i read that well i was just looking at the uh, the funny little descriptor there of the self-ascribed superior spider-man um i actually liked the uh the dr octopus uh superior spider-man i thought i was gonna hate it in fact i saw i saw dan slot with a huge line um signing what was it uh, uh amazing spider-man whatever it was when when that whole swap occurred when spider-man supposedly di- when peter supposedly died and and Oc took over <laughs> that that giant size issue and where i was at uh london super comic-con and uh you know all these all these uh brits were lined up and i said Screw you, Dan Slot. I'm not into it. I'm not buying it. And I, you know, honestly, it was not brand new day. It wasn't something to get angry about. It was actually kind of a cool thing, even though even though it bothers me when they're like, "Oh, we're going to kill this character." Just kidding. You know, a year later, or three years later, or ten years later. Had you been following the Spider-Man story up to that point? I was behind. Spider-Man. Up. I'm catching up. I'm catching up now. With the help of Troy David Phillips, you too can catch up. Yes, yes. So coming here to his store. We got Kevin caught up to Amazing Spider-Man 700, and we're getting him through Superior Spider-Man. One day, Kevin's going to be able to read this month's comics this month. Yeah. Don't know when that day is coming. I'm, 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 uh, I'm reading them in little stacks, like I've been reading a bunch of different spider books. Like what, three at a time? Hey, look. <laughs> I, I have a toddler, so, you know, just keep that under, uh, you know, consideration. I, I have an adult. I have an adult. <laughs> So, it's so weird to say. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have one of those things. Yeah. Anyway. So. So my next. Oh, no, wait, your next one. Yeah, what's yeah, your, what's, what's you ready your, to see my number two pick? I am. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to ju- I'm gonna mess up my order a little bit here. I'm going mess to. Mess up my order, too. 
to lean into your microphone here. Guardians 3000, issue number three. Okay, if you've been following this book up to this point, you've seen our team of Guardians from the future, the 30th century characters, 31st century, I keep saying that, uh, where uh, they they were... In the midst of, uh, of a daring raid that was going badly, characters were falling down dead, and we're realizing that we're in a time loop, uh, and we have to do something different. Uh, what we were doing before is just getting us killed. We go this way and not that way. Okay. It's like you're going back to a, to a different page on Choose Your Own Adventure, or you're in Groundhog's Day, or being as though this is Guardians, uh, maybe you're in Rocket Raccoon's Day. Well, now here's the thing. It made me think positively of the film uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. I've still not seen it. You need to see that. I hear it's actually really good. On demand. It's, It's definitely well worth watching. That was two hours of my life that I was happy to surrender. Oh, I watched Snowpiercer, and that was... A, we'll get into that later, but my yeah. goodness. So, on the cover... Captain here, America is in it. I, I, I showed them the cover, but uh, notice the classic iteration of Star-Lord. Oh, okay. That's like... You know what that screams to me? <clears throat> that screams to me old Claremont Burns Star-Lord, the man who inherited the universe. That was when we liked both the father and the son... That uh, dad wasn't, you know, that that jerk hole king of a people. Jason. Yeah, that he's actually he was likable. That's that's what this reminds me of. It right. Takes me back to a happier time with Star Lord, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, both iterations. Well, I, I, sh- I should actually let me let me recant that a little bit. Guardians, Guardians 3000, uh, the previous Guardians of the Galaxy, the Nova series, seen a lot of Marvels classic Bronze Age uh, galactic characters like Monarch Moonstalker uh, and Star-Lord. Obviously, the Guardians, the current-day Guardians, are all made up of those characters. But uh, I like the throwback. Okay. I, I definitely like the throwback. I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I can't wait to, to uh, read the third issue. Uh, do you have Marvel premiere with uh, Monarch Moonstalker? I don't. Oh, I, maybe, well, at least I don't think so. Uh, maybe I can help I, you with I, that. I don't think I do. Oh, well. What, what year was this? <clears throat> uh, it was the 1970s. Probably not. I don't have a ton of them. Mm. I, I, I've got a, just kind of a small handful of Marvel premiere. Oh, I, I think I might actually have 2,240 pounds of Marvels. That would be a ton. A metric ton. It would Rather be. than just a 2,000 <laughs> even. Uh, that's a short ton. I will, not be, <sighs> I will not be cheated of my marvels. You will give me my other 240 pounds. <laughs> Troy likes his tons like he li- – I don't Never mind. Yeah, don't uh, go there. He likes them long is what I'm just – that's all I'm saying. He likes them long. Take me to the other 3,000, Kev. Yes, sir. The other 3,000 – I'd see. That's why I went over here. Justice League 3000. This is this is me, Kevin Goswan, the guy who likes uh, uh, New 52 a whole lot of nothing. But you know what's in this issue? Blue and gold. I love uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and I can't wait to read this comic. Is this is this the first time they've been back? I know I know uh, Booster Gold has been back a little bit, but has has Blue Beetle been in this uh, in, in New 52 up till now? Not this iteration. No. I can't wait. This might be the this might be the way to pull me back in. It's a weird way to pull me back in, but I'm into it. Well, I I, I really love blue and gold. I mean, any if if, if a comic's got them in it, like even like the the cheesiest 
uh, most pandering to me. Uh, <laughs> like you know when they brought back they 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 did a, uh, a, a uh, like a return to the throwback Justice League. Um, the I can't believe it's a Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. That was. I mean, it was it was cheesy and just. Uh, cheesy, cheesy, and more cheesy. I have a love hate relationship because it was actually funny and it was actually it was enjoyable. Just funny, and I but d- I had just gotten to the point where I felt like. <clears throat> now, bear in mind, I was coming back into collecting the Justice League regularly. I was just getting to the point, feeling like I could take this team seriously. Oh, and then they the come Grant out with Morrison, that. Yeah. the Mark Wade. You know, I'm like, okay, the Justice League's not a joke anymore. It's not a comedy book. Uh, these are the characters of the DC universe. These are the iconic heroes. And what is this? Read it, and it, like I said, it's actually funny. I have a love-hate relationship with it. It's you know, it's up in the air. Did you not like not like it back in the eighties? Uh, Initially, I did. The hard, the thing I had a problem with was keeping with the continuity and going. You know, Guy Gardner here in Justice League was not exactly like Guy Gardner in the pages of Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Batman in Justice League was not like Frank Miller Year One Batman Detective Comics. Well, there year are two so Batman. many different different takes on Batman. Over well, the years, sure, they. But, occur in the same universe but at that time batman was serious everywhere except here yeah <laughs> uh that was you know we didn't even have batman the animated series back then I speaking mean, of batman fun. i caught up on gotham and uh and i'm liking bruce wayne now shocking show is pretty incredible is it not it's it, it's 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 suddenly credible is i'm like oh yeah the all these things that people there's all these good things that people have been saying about it oh all right i'm starting to buy in uh incidentally we didn't talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Uh, but I'm going to just say here on the air, Kev, yes, uh, you should uh, check out Gotham by Midnight. It's an interesting Not Gotham, Gotham by story. Gaslight. Not Gotham by Gaslight, no. Because I have that. Oh. <laughs> and he's finally getting caught up to read it. No, that was, that was decades ago. Come yeah, on. two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Gar- uh, Justice League three thousand, number twelve. Guardians three thousand, number, number three. three. Um, and what? now, and now, I'm going to do a DC. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready for this. One, one of my favorite comic book writers, the lovely and talented Miss Gail Simone, promised and has now delivered. <gasps> The Secret Six. Oh, I'm buying that, too. She told me I had to. Uh, yeah, On Twitter. I think she told me the same thing in person. Um, uh, she said that if I didn't, there was gonna there was something involving a Merkin. I don't know, but uh, there was a threat involved, and so I'm just going to buy it. Um, I, I, th- I think the threat involved a Bodkin, um, which is uh, actually a double-edged dagger. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not what it was. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, fans of the old Secret Six, remember them? Deadshot, Catman, Scandal Savage, Bane, uh, Ragdoll. Those are the ones I like. Well, and we all remember in the Secret Six that characters died. It happened. Are those on the wall? Uh, not yet, but They're they will there. be. All right, keep they- talking. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... 
Gail Simone's Secret Six, which grew uh, originally out of the Villains United, uh, spun out from uh, the Infinite Crisis time era. Uh, Gail is back on the Secret Six. This is the new 52 version of the Secret Six. So a lot of these characters are going to be a little bit different from what we've seen previously. Um, I am hoping, certainly, to see some of my faves. Uh, But... Pick this up. Gail Simone has been doing amazing things in her in her career, her time with DC Comics, her time with Dynamite. Um, Secret Six is... Kevin, what are you doing? I'm looking for Secret Six. I'm not leaving here without it. Ah, that's what he says. <laughs> so uh, while he is so busy and distracted, uh, Secret Six, number one, I think I'll go on to my next one, no matter what you say. Um, oh, yeah, and you know what? I picked that up, and now I'm going to show it to people. Ladies and gentlemen around the world, Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Issue number one. This is a big, thick comic, by the way. Uh, this thing has got a huge page count. Um, are, are you... What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm, wearing, I'm putting on my, my stuff like you told me to. Yada, yada, yada. Inspector Gadget. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so Peggy Carter, <laughs> what were you saying? Okay, so I was saying... Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, now, this is one of Marvel's uh, reprint specials uh, where they bring several books together. I said it was, it's, an, it's a thick book. It's a lot, lots of pages in here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here, flip that. That's no joke. But, oh. Well, but see, crack it open. The first thing you get is the Captain America. Here, show, show the people. My hands are full. I think this is, this is probably at least four comics worth. Captain America and the first 13. Uh, that was... Uh, one of five one-shots that Marvel released at the time that was leading us to Captain America, the first Avenger, the movie. Um, oh, man, check that out. The first 13, the first Agent 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and, uh, man, Captain America and the Falcon, 184. Wow. Tales of Suspense, number 77. There's some good stuff in here. Uh they did not reprint the Iron Man versus Ultimo part, but otherwise, yeah, pick this up, ladies and gentlemen. Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and get ready for the Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, TV show. The, yeah, the TV show. Thank you. That's what I'm trying and, to think uh, of. interviews with, uh, uh, with those folks uh, still to come on ComicsOnline.com or, or ComicsOnline.blip.tv. ComicsOnline.com? Yeah. Well, Kevin, if I were interested in hearing any of those podcasts, what would I do? You would go to iTunes, or you could go to bit.bit.ly slash, and it doesn't matter. Go to iTunes and, and search for Comics Online, all one word, always, and uh, and, and download all the latest. Uh, and, and I don't know, we've got a couple of hundred of uh, episodes of, of podcasts, but... Even even better if you're more into the video. Those of you who are more into the video, uh, go and check out uh, both our YouTube and our Blip TV. Uh, Kevin, yes sir. Did in fact video kill the radio star? I don't know, um, but uh, but 
it looks like uh, Sharon Carter spit in the face Peggy. of the red. Sorry, Peggy Carter, the original, spit in the face of the Red Skull. She was not taking his baloney. Uh, no, she is not. She is tough as nails. There's no two ways around that. Yeah. Uh, while Kevin is so distraught, wait, wait, wait. I just did too. So yeah, yeah. Captain America, yeah. Peggy Carter, Agent of Shield, Secret Six, written by Gail Simone. That's going to be awesome. Kevin, what do you got for me next? Well, another. Well, another excellent writer that we've talked about before, Jim Starlin. Mm-hmm. Thanos versus Hulk. What's what, what's up with that? Do you know about this? Because I don't know about this. I knew it was coming. I was avoiding getting into the spoilers, but I knew it was coming. And it's a Jim Starlin cover. Uh, that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So I'm showing off a little bit on the inside here. Uh, this is a fight I... I, I can't help it. I am a little bit excited about the prospect of the incredibly powerful Thanos fighting the strongest hero there is, the the, the Hulk. Um, ironically, I, I don't know if you were reading the Thanos quest back in the uh, 1990s, uh, early 1990, Probably. Uh, where Thanos was collecting the six gems the, to put together the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned, he remarked in her monologue, uh, fighting champion of the universe okay Tycho Slatteris yeah uh that fighting champion was a lot like fighting the Terran hero the Hulk parenthetical Thanos said a confrontation I've tried to avoid over the years yeah wow well I guess he's not avoiding it anymore no Um, this is looking pretty good Jim Starlin is awesome when it comes to the cosmic uh Jim Starlin took his uh, obviously created Thanos Drax the Destroyer, remade Adam Warlock, remade Captain Marvel, Marvel, uh, And let's not forget Dreadstar. Yeah, and uh, this is not the first time that uh, Jim Starlin has taken a turn at the Hulk in a story. He might not have been the regular writer, the regular artist on the book, but he's given us some good stuff with the big uh, Jolly Green Behemoth. I, I, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, I am too. So yeah, yeah. Let's, let, let, let's TVH people. TVH Thanos versus Hulk. All right. Uh, shall I do my next one? Uh sure. What the heck? All right. Uh, keeping it cosmic. Uh, let's talk. Legendary Star Lord number six. Legendary. And now it looks like we've got a uh, what's uh, what's Yandu's race again? Uh, they are the Centaurians. The Centaurians. It's got we've got a female Centaurian. And do you know who that is on the cover there? Do you? What's the character's name? Uh, actually, I don't. I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself that we're going to see some characters that are contemporaneous as opposed to characters who have already been uh, established. In the future. Remember that uh, Yandu was believed to be the last of the Centaurian race until this was disproven, first with the character Photon, I believe her name was, and then later uh, a hidden colony where Yandu left the Guardians and went back to that colony to establish himself as their holy man. Weird, but cool. Uh, it was very cool. It was very cool. It was, a, it was a time of changes for the Guardians of the Galaxy at the time. The Jim Valentino series, you remember. Okay. Um, where uh, Martin X actually left the team and founded the Galactic Guardians. Uh, Yandu had left the team. Uh, we had gotten some new characters on board. Uh, there had been big changes for Starhawk. There were changes for Vance Astro, who became Major Victory. Uh, there, there was a lot going on, which helped us to kind of break out of the 1969 mold that the characters had felt kind of shackled to yeah. over that time. Yeah. So uh, 
I am appreciating very much the the efforts to tie the two Guardians books together uh, by sort of setting up, here's a Centaurian from the 21st century, Yondu is a Centaurian in the 31st century, uh, it, there it is. And also, it looks like we've got uh, maybe a scroll and maybe a... a space uh, Knight? Yeah, but not only a Space Knight, but a, uh, 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 what do you call the, uh, what's uh, Lalander's race? Uh, Shi'ar. Yeah, maybe a, a Shi'ar Space Knight, which would be pretty darn cool. Uh, well, let's uh, let's crack into that and see what we get. I'm into it. But not right this minute. Not right this minute. Because so first, first, what's your next one? I gotta, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a one-two punch here. Please. Because I want to chat up a couple of indies. Um, we, we've, we've covered pretty well on Marvel and DC, uh, aside from Escape from New York. But I want to do indies one more go-round here. First, from Avatar Press... Dark Gods number two. Dark Gods number two. Now, Dark Gods number two has several variants, one of which is my favorite from Avatar, the wraparound cover. Uh, I personally pick up Uber and God is Dead, uh, and I get their wraparound covers. Uh, I got the wraparound covers to Ferals when that was being published. Uh, Gravel, the combat magician, I got the uh, wraparound covers on that. Uh, now, I'm trying to pick some some good interiors here that... Uh, Obviously, this is uh, not safe for... This is a mature reader's book. Yes, yes. And so I'm trying to pick pages that won't uh, offend the sensibilities of uh, our, our parents of younger children. Uh, this book is pretty edgy. Uh, Avatar books do not downplay the violence. Uh, often there will be strong language, mature themes and situations. Uh, it's like R-rated cable up in here sometimes. In any event, though, Dark Gods, yeah, smell that. Avatar books used to smell gross. I, they used a weird, a different printer than most of the rest, and they used to smell. They don't anymore. So hey, thanks, Avatar. <laughs> and my number two uh, of my indie picks, the Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw number two. Yes, Tooth and Claw number two. Now this is also rated M for mature. Uh, it probably won't be as edgy as uh, a look at this is just beautiful as an Avatar book. Uh, Kurt Busiek is the writer on this one. Oh, this is that. This is that one with all the uh, anthropomorphic animal uh, people. Yes, yes. The society where they use magic, uh, where they cultivate magic and use it to, uh, you know, to, to they trade with it. Um, it's their it's their currency and how the how you know the upper strata of society maintains their status. Uh, we also saw that uh, they crashed a city trying to rejuvenate magic in their fairy tale land, if like you will. Like you do. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, the, things are going to turn upside down. This is only the second issue. We're very early in. But Kurt Busiek is an amazing writer. I think I've liked just about everything that he's thrown down the road. Uh, if I've seen it when his name's been on it, I, I feel pretty much confident that i could pick it up and read it and i'm gonna like it speaking of crashing a city tonight on agents of shield oh my goodness they're crashing adelan spoilers they're crashing adelan Ah, oh, this guy! My goodness! Well, you I mean, your spoilers. Well, they they, they sent. I mean, there there was a uh, a little clip. There was a little two minute clip that they sent out uh, last week, saying, "Hey, we're back next week, and here's here, you know here's a look." And they show. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna get there via Puerto Rico. There's a portal in Puerto Rico." Uh huh. So, uh, 
Hit, yeah. hit, hit, hit us up here, Kev. Uh, let me hit you up uh, with uh, Angela, Asgard's assassin, number one. Obviously, this is a Marvel book now. This is not Image. This is not Todd McFarlane. Sorry, Todd McFarlane. How about you eat Neil Gaiman shorts? Um, uh, Angela, uh, Asgard's assassin. It, it, it seems interesting, and I and I gotta have it. So uh, it's. Dylan. It's it's Kieran Gillen, not to be confused with Karen Gillen from Doctor Who. Uh, yep, Phil Jimenez, Tom Palmer. Oh, Tom Palmer as an inker. Let me just say, remind me what he. That sounds very familiar. What am I not remembering? Oh my God, Tom Palmer and John Buscema. They were oh, okay. the right, right, inker right, right. team on the Avengers. It was amazing. Okay. Tom Palmer on anything is good. This cover art has a. Very painted uh, Sienkiewicz look with the hair flowing, uh, but not quite as impressionistic. I no, no, you... more more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me find a, a good. Oh, that, wait, that's just an ad. That's a shame because there are some really beautiful interior pages to this. Uh, Angela is as you know as watchers of the show know. Angela's a Marvel character, and she's been featured in the pages of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was revealed in Original Sin that she is Thor and Loki's half-sister, and that their realm, it was the tenth realm of Asgard before it was severed and sent adrift, uh, and it was part of Odin's Original Sin. And here we are now, Angela, Asgard's assassin. Uh, what does this mean? There are variant covers. I'm just showing people. Oh, of course. What? You are. Yeah. What is? What does this what, mean what for the new Marvel universe? Uh, it, I mean, it, does Asgard need an assassin? Wait a second. Is she going to be doing this for the All Mothers or for Odin? Uh, it's only the first issue. I can't wait to crack it open and see what goes on inside. I really love what this is, art. The, the artwork is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, we're up yeah. to the plus one part now. Oh, yeah. So, that, there's our top five. And, uh, like I said, uh, this is this is the Christmas season. This is the holiday season. And so, uh, uh, we want to make sure we, we hit our plus one and get a non-comic. Uh, my pick this week is the Walking Dead 2015 calendar. We've got, uh, looks like, 12 months. You know how some calendars are 18 months or whatever. But looking at the back, um, it is just a uh, January through December. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Twelve months. Yes, indeed. Twelve uh, months of artwork. Uh, didn't mean to run over you there, but yeah. I just wanted to let you know that I still do have copies of the Walking Dead soundtrack on vinyl here in the store. That's a thing? That's a thing. I might have to get that. How much is that? Uh, for you, $2,200. Oh, it's up there. It's up there. It's on $30. the wall. $30. <laughs> Better come in here and buy. They've got they've got two up there, and who knows how many Troy has has stashed away. But uh, come in and grab that because that sounds awesome. If you've got something to play it on, which I don't, so you're probably going to beat me. Uh, yeah, you know what? I saw a record player turntable on sale. It's like USB, right? Uh, I need a new USB one. It was at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I didn't have to go to a high-end electronic store or anything. Barnes and Noble, the bookstore, right. they had a record player for sale. Yeah, I was that close to actually buying that a record close. player. Yeah. However, we had already purchased a television and a microwave, and I kind of wanted to. Nix any other major appliance purchases. Ah, fair enough. You ready to see my plus one? Yeah. My plus one is actually three. One, two, three. 
Image first. Image first. Number ones for a dollar. If you did not originally pick up Invincible, number one. Get it. Wicked and Divine, number one. Get that, too. Outcast, number one. Not to be confused with the the band of the same name. (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, Those are uh, the latest from Image, number ones for a dollar, Image Firsts. We got them here at the store. And, uh, yeah, Uh, although if you pressed me, I might be able to find a first print Outcast number one, you know but what it I will really not want? be a dollar. You know what I really want? And this is, this is a true thing. What do you re- tell me what you want, I, what you really, really want. I buy, and this is, this is a, in the, in the realm of plus one and in comic books. Um, I, I collect with Invincible. I started collecting Invincible late. And so I started with those, uh, the, the $30, uh, hardcovers, not the huge hardcovers and not the, and, and not the trades, not the trades, but that, the- that in, in between size yeah if you get those uh i'm gonna i'm gonna buy those from you as well because i like having a library of that particular title it's the it's like the only title i do this with but i love those and and by the way for those of you who have not started with invincible yet come in here pick up this number one for a dollar if you love it which you probably will pick up that the 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 best uh bang for your buck the the best value for your money is to get these $30 hardcovers because and I've done the math um, they, it ends up being the best deal because you get, end up with uh, twelve to thirteen issues uh, for for thirty dollars, which you know brings it down to less than uh, you know it brings it down to cheap. Let me put it to you that way. Well, 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 undercover price, and you ha- and it's a nice uh, you know nice for your for your library. Well, for those who are so interested, uh, we could explore your various options. Uh, there are, of course, the big omnibuses, and some people like those. They, they seem too clunky to me. There I like are, the middle size, and and. I I'm, I'm of Check a mind with you. And then there are those, though, who like the trades because they, they, they transport easily. They certainly do. They, they transport very, you know, it's like shove it in the backpack and take it with me. Like put it in a bag and a board and, you know, put it in my, my carry-on or whatever. Can I get something? Can I get personal with you right now? You may. Sometimes I go to bed and not wear a shirt. Troy was talking earlier about not wearing a shirt. <laughs> and I want to watch a show. And I put my laptop on my chest. Well, I can only do that for a very short show. Otherwise, my laptop's going to burn my chest. <laughs> and so what do I get? Invincible hardcovers. <laughs> Thank you, Robert Kirkman, for giving me invincible hard co- hardcovers uh, that I can put in between my, my bare skin and my laptop so I can watch television in bed. I might be watching The Walking Dead. It would be just a, a, a Kirkman threesome right in my own bed. I don't know how Mrs. Ghost Swan feels about that. Robert Kirkman loves it. Let me tell you. Never, never mind. <laughs> don't ask me how I know. No, he's a wonderful person, and uh, uh, there, there's never been any significant physical contact between us. <laughs> Although my, my son, I do have video of my son punching him in the jaw. <laughs> True story. Oh, my God. Uh, Comicsonline.blip.tv, and you can watch that, too. My son is dressed up as Invincible. Bam. Oh, my. Yeah. So... We talked comics. We did. We talked plus ones. We did. We got a little crazy. Yeah. You ready to go get some dinner? 
I am. Hey, uh, tell the tell the folks where uh, where they should come to to purchase all this lovely merchandise. We are here right off of Smoketown Road, right beside the Boston Market in Woodbridge, Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, Flashback Comics. I'm Troy David. I'm here a lot in the week. I do get days off, but sometimes I you know have other things to do in other places. But I will be more than happy to answer your questions, point you out some comics, help you with gift giving suggestions. If there's someone on your list, you know they're a comic fan, and you don't know what comics they have. Well, maybe there's an action figure for them. Maybe there's a statuette or a bust, or maybe there's a hardcover or a poster or something a little unusual that you could pick up for them. doesn't necessarily have to go into their comic boxes. Or maybe even a game or a coin. Uh, you know, there's, there's all sorts of possibilities. I will throw those suggestions to you. We'll see what works for you. And, uh, you know, you, you can monopolize as much of my time as, uh, as can be monopolized at that time so uh make sure you uh not only follow us you know uh, subscribe on on youtube and and fo- and uh subscribe on uh itunes but also uh like us on facebook like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on twitter subscribe on youtube and uh do the instagram thing as well because uh, uh we're here tumblr tumblr too once in a while I, I, tumblr is a little underused but yeah tumblr too uh, and, uh, yeah, write up a review on Yelp and, uh, you know, give us a Google review. Uh, you know what? Come show into us the, the love yeah. and we'll show you the love. That's the bottom line. Uh, so uh, we'll see you next week and uh, we'll see you for part two right after this. Part two. Three, two, three, Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 15, Episode 10, Part 2. I'm your host, Kevin Goswana. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Troy David Phillips, store manager for Flashback Comics here in Woodbridge, Virginia. Flashback Comics and gaming. And gaming. Yep. Um, That's a thing. And uh, we are once again joined by Megan Savannah Lair. Hello, hello. We, now we know where her middle name comes from. Don't ask. She, she. It's, it's a sore subject. You Savannah, Georgia. So, all right, that must it's have a been nice it. Place. Yeah, yeah. It's a magical place, kind of like Tahiti. Kind of like Tahiti. <laughs> We're missing Tahiti tonight, or not Tahiti, but Adelan is my prediction. Now that wasn't explicitly stated, but it seems like it's Adelan. Well, you know, I was, I was kind of thinking for a moment, kind of. What if it were Wakanda, but it ended up not being Africa? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's it's being accessed via via Puerto Rico, which is that they they uh, put out a, a teaser. Um, Clark Gregg is in my Facebook feed, and that's how I learned of that. Yeah. Nah. So um. So uh, what 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 do you know about Adelan, Kev? Well, uh, that would be the uh, the city of the Inhumans uh, once. Uh, it was up in the mountains, and then they moved it to the blue area of the moon, the blue area being the area which uh, has, uh, you know, oxygen in it. It's a little depression where the little bit of uh, atmosphere has settled. Uh, do, do, do you know the genesis of uh, that particular, the blue area? Tell me. Well, as it happened, the Skrulls, ancient star-faring race, came upon two races, the Katadi and the Cree, and proposed a contest between these two races. The winner of the contest would receive the Skrulls' trade and technology advancements. So the Kotati built this idyllic Garden of Eden-type paradise, while the Cree forged this mighty fortress in the blue area of the moon. 
Now, the Skrulls went with the Kotati, and the Kree, being horribly competitive, slaughtered the Kotati and the Skrull delegation and took what they wanted. Mm. But in any event, that's why we got the blue area on the moon. Did you know that Adelan, the great refuge, was not always in the Himalayas? It was instead... Well, no, it's been in the Himalayas, but I believe it was the Andes Mountains that it was also believed to be in. It just got moved. Just by lazy uh, fact-checking by writers? or uh, Well, possibly, or possibly when someone realized that, hey, this is not geographically isolated enough. Oh, perhaps. All right. Um, in the pages of, I want to say it's the Silver Surfer Annual, uh, which covers the Evolutionary War, the Silver Surfer makes mention to the Eternals that uh, he wants managed to ascend all of the hidden places on earth during the time he was trapped here and he never once found their hidden city the eternals the polar eternals also had a hidden city not unlike the inhumans Uh, a jack kirby creation were the eternals as well gotcha so these these kree who went and and slaughtered the other races uh were these the blue skinned yes or the the pink the the blue skinned are the overwhelming I, I want to say that racially they're the minority now, but they were the original race. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, the Caucasian. I hate calling them the pink skin Cree, um, but the Caucasian base. Well, Caucasian is always just a terrible thing to say, anyway. Uh, you know, it's as neutral as I can make it. <laughs> yeah. I like pink. That makes pink. sense to me. Okay. Well, uh, most folks like Megan here are Caucasian. Kevin here is a pasty pale shade of pink. Oh, no, I'm pasty. <laughs> Look at her. She's, like, translucent, this girl. She's almost as... What? Talking into my mic? Am I not... Am I uh, connected? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right. talking into the mic, yeah. And, uh, and, and Oh, her talking into the mic. Oh, yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got Megan. She, <laughs> Megan always likes to talk into two mics simultaneously, don't you, Megan? <laughs> Yeah, she does. Oh, man. Uh, so speaking of uh, racism and sexism in, in geek pop culture, we in, we in the real world have been uh, suffering some, some awful stuff lately. Um, I'm going to be heading back to St. Louis, and uh, it seems like just it's, it's just getting worse and worse there and, and everywhere with all sorts of demonstrators interfering, you know, at, at best interfering with, with commerce and at worst burning things down. Yeah. Um, uh, what are your thoughts? And, you know, I've, 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 I don't understand how to fix things. So you have all these people saying, okay, you know, uh, yeah, you don't have, you don't have to be, um, you know, a hater. You don't have to be even, uh, prejudicial, but you know, your, your white privilege is still a problem. Um, how do we fix this in real life, and how do we how do we uh, how do how do we encourage um, our fictional universes, uh, comic books and television and movies and these sort of things? Um, how do we encourage these? Uh, how do we make changes in, in these stories uh, to uh, to show a more ideal existence? And 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 how do and, and how do we get to those? Uh, to a, to a, well, a more fair existence. Addressing that backwards, 
I think our fictional universes have been designed to demonstrate that we don't have all the answers. They're not supposed to be perfect. They're not supposed to be idyllic. They're supposed to take things like racism and overlay it uh, onto things like mutant prejudice, where obviously we don't really have mutants in the world, and then demonstrate how no matter what, the never-ending struggle doesn't end with humans and mutants being accepted. We continue the struggle. So that's that's where that goes. Yeah. Um, we're not going to fix the problem in a fictional universe, even with the ability to do so. It seems historically that readers are less interested in perfect societies. They're more interested in the conflicts generated from dystopian societies, um, that these provide the types of stories that they become more invested in because they seem more realistic. Yeah. How do we look, look at the differences? How, how do we turn the corner and get and, and get toward the? the uh, I mean, I, I, we're never going to achieve a utopia, but how do we get to get toward something that is that is more fair for everyone? Uh, you know, th- those are quite. If I had answers like that, I'd be leader of the free world. <laughs> you have what? Yeah. Oh, all right. So now we've got Mark. Trade you. Hey, Mark. All right. Well, as far as the first part is concerned, it reminds me of, of two adages. First is you can't fix stupid, and that's really what a lot of this boils down to is a stupid situation. It's you did something I don't like, and I have the means to make you stop it, so that's what I'm going to do. Is that really what happened? I don't know. I wasn't there, and we don't really have all of the information that maybe all the grand jury got. Maybe they didn't. Again, I wasn't there. I don't know. And pseudo-related is, you know, a similar subject as prayer in school. And it's as long as we have tests, there is going to be prayer in school. So it's one of those things that as much as we wouldn't like this to be this way, as long as we have different races, different creeds, different religions, different beliefs, we're going to have these strifes. How do we fix it in the comic book world? We don't necessarily fix it in the comic book world because without strife, without these conflicts, without these these progenitors of strife, we don't have heroes. Then what do we have a comic book for? So... As much as I hate to say it, it, it's it is a bit of a give and take as far as the comic book world is concerned. But here in the real world, until we as a global people, never mind just everybody in in Missouri, everyone here in, in the states, everyone in North America, until we as a global community are ready to come together as one, this is what we're going to be because we are. We're not happy unless we're not happy, and that's that's my view on it. So, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been ready. I done been ready, and I'm also lazy. He's 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 done been ready. Here's the other. Here's the part. Here's here's the the uh, the, the 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 sad. You know, when talking about like things like privilege, right? You're like, oh, but you know, it's still you, you still got it even if you don't want it, even if you don't do anything about it. Okay, I want to do. I want to enact things. I want people to people other than me because I'm not a politician um, to enact things that will that will fix or more right those things. 
um, for uh, for those who are on the uh, the shit end of that stick, or the or or, or uh, hopefully more realistically the the less um, the less just the simply less fair end of that. Um, but I'm lazy. The the less than equitable part. Yeah, the less than equitable part. I I I, I uh, and I mentioned laziness in that it's like okay, well, what what do I have to do? Is there something I can do? Let's do it, and then let's be done with it because I I, I, I don't want it to go on forever. And then you said. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> A lot of these thoughts, a lot of these opinions, a lot of these prejudices are taught in the home at a very young, impressionable age. So, sorry for, for those that haven't been hearing that part, is, is the way that we fix it is to teach our children better because where this stems from is in the home when children are young and impressionable and they don't have other influences. This is all starting in the home. It's We become religious because that's what we learn in the home. We learn that... You know, this race, this creed, this other religion, they're evil because that's what we're taught in the home. That's where we end this, and it takes generations to do it. It's not a quick fix. But, again, to what I was just saying, until we as a global community get together and start doing this, it's just simply not going to happen. So so if if those of us... um so if those people who don't who don't want to worry about that anymore, who want to be over it, if once we age out everybody who wants to worry about it, once they die through their you know go through the uh, the, the expanse of their lives and they're gone from this earth, um, does that mean you know and and there's no none of them left because the the children have constantly been been taught better and taught to ignore such ridiculousness. Um, because, you know, let's face it, um, you know, we're all just humans. There's going and and cutting it too fine with it is, is ridiculous. Um, is that, is that the solution? Is it just, uh, aging people out? Well, see, part of your problem there, Kev, or not your problem, but part of the problem is your... Answer brings questions. Will that work in the span of time, in the fullness of time? Is that what it'll take? More answers than, or more questions than answers, really. And I suppose we'll never know because we'll be dead as well. Yeah. Having lived our petty, hate-filled lives. Uh, I try to not be hateful. By the same token... Unless we were to, one, age everybody out and out out they go, unless we were to completely eradicate every and every notion that this even happened in the first place, that this is even in the realm of possibility, you know, you, you leave that one book buried somewhere that some future archaeologists, you know, they find it and go, wow, this is what life was like. And then somebody somewhere sees it, and then they start to get the ideas, and, oh, here we go again. 
do, do you do you think though that that uh, once uh, you get the, the the momentum toward uh, toward the right toward not not having this be a part of our lives um, do you think you know and, and to to where uh, to to that degree where those people who who might uh, still think that way are just a tiny little fraction of I mean because I, I imagine that there will never be a time when it's completely eradicated but when there when those who who feel that way are just so t- just such a tiny amount um, that it just uh, simply doesn't matter anymore. Yes and no, because like here we are in, in 2014 and we still have the Nazi political party. So weird. And even though they don't have anywhere near the influence that they had in the 1940s, they are still around. They still have influence to a degree. They're still making nuisances of themselves. And sure, you know, for for a large part, you know, the rest of the world looks at them and goes, yeah, silly children. But then on the other hand, there's some people that go, you know, what you're saying kind of makes sense to me. Let me me learn more. So you you get it on both sides. It's a double-edged sword. So, you know, it's... Is it the devil you know? Is it the devil that you don't know? But the the thing is, and, and what I was just saying is, as long as there is that possibility, it's like, ooh, there's another choice? Okay, tell me more. You know, then then it always leaves that door cracked open just a little bit. So, but then we, we start looking at things like, you know, if we, we open this up into to other things like, uh, um, was it the story about the lottery? We have this utopian society. Everyone takes care of everybody else. But the cost is that once a year we pull this name or, we, or this number or whatever it is. And that one person lives like a king for two weeks and then we kill them. Or we make them slaughter each other in uh, in the Hunger Games. But it's the same story, right? Reasonably, but it, it's you know, it, and it comes back. It can be covered on on so many different topics. What price are we willing to pay to get to what end? <laughs> uh, don't don't forget the the utopian society of Logan's Run. Um, uh, but you die when you're 21 years old. Right. <laughs> Megan, you don't have much longer. Wait, what? I, I can't comment. I can't comment. Um, I can't comment on political stuff. I work for a politician. Logan's Run. Logan's Run. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was a book. And then it was made into a movie. Oh, Megan. What? <laughs> it was like in the 70s. She's too young for that. <laughs> oh. Uh, worth watching. It's, it's a little bit dated, but the story is good. The story is very good, and the book is really awesome. Oh yeah, bo- bo- the, yeah. Read the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 forty two movies. Oh, I think it's more than forty two movies at this point. Well, I think after forty two, we've probably run out of time, and we can't keep our eyes open anymore. We can uh, we can do the 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 child friendly ones at my house. I've got a big TV in the basement. Okay, Megan knows she was there. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what do you got, like a 120-inch TV? No, it's a uh, 60-inch. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I thought you were living large. That's as large as it got. I bought it years ago when those things were, were actually... <laughs> I was at Costco the other day. 
Um, and there was there was like seventy inch or or more that was like, uh, God, it was like under two. It was like fifteen hundred dollars. Uh-huh. I'm like, great. I bought mine. It was like a, a floor model at, at Circuit City when Circuit City was still around. And uh, in it, you know, it's uh, uh, plasma. And I think I paid like three grand for it. Wow, that's when I had money. Oh, and as opposed to now, don't have money anymore. Oh, my father had to die. I don't have any other rich relatives that are going to die and leave me any money. Oh, except for that one. Anyway. <sighs> oh, Kevin. <laughs> Now I can say ah, no comment, no no comment. Um, anyway, uh, well, so we have no answer. I was hoping that Troy Troy knows everything, so I figured I'd just well, ask Troy. When it comes to comics, and I know a lot, I don't know everything. No, you know pretty much everything. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, Troy was going to quote me some uh, Captain America and the Falcon from uh, from the 60s and just be like, we've had the answer all along. It's in this issue. Well, and part of the problem there is that we don't have the answer. Uh, what do we have? We have... Lots of good stories. Uh, for example, mutant prejudice. Yeah. Okay. Mutants doing their own thing. You know, fighting to protect a world that hates and fears them, yada, yada, yada. This is the mantra of the X-Men. Yeah. And while Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum and John Byrne and Bill Sienkiewicz and Brent Anderson and Paul Smith and John Romita Jr. and a succession of artists have been telling that story. Okay, so over in the Avengers, Captain America worked alongside of mutants, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. The team was 50% Peace. mutant. It was Cap, Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and the Scarlet Witch. You want mutants and humans working together side by side? Right here, people. <laughs> Captain America leading the way. Hey, right here, Avengers Mansion, downtown Manhattan, protecting the world that you can see. All right. Um, not enough? Well, we did add the Beast to that mix. Beast, yeah. Um, later, we had uh, Crystal of the Inhumans. Right. Um, we had Cersei from the Eternals. We had Gilgamesh from the Eternals. The point being that the Avengers have always been a diverse, multifaceted cast. Right. Um, you know, Un- unfortunately, uh, for, for making people understand uh, what, the, what the metaphor was, uh, most of them, you know, looked what? what? To the mic. Most of them looked white. Really? I must be just pointing it weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin's pointing his microphone weird. So if the sound gets wonky, uh, it is all Kevin's fault. Operator error. Wow! 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 So. Teeny two of them. Ah. Megan Savannah Lair, ladies and gentlemen. We've been waiting for her to come out of her shell onto this this podcast. This is how she normally is. Yes. Hey. What? No. <laughs> Again. <laughs> fuck you. Megan. <coughs> what? I said fuck you. Megan. To our, to our audience? Young ladies no, do not them. use that kind it's of language. It's, it's to them. It's not. I don't need to. <laughs> It's to them. It's not to you. I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Ah. So, um... (laughs) That's not what your mother said last night, Trebek. Talk to my mother. Oh. Oh, my goodness. So, um... 
Anyway, so what have you guys been uh, been watching and, and reading this this past two weeks? So we 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 took a week off. So so May, let's start with Megan, being as though she's underrepresented. Uh, she's the underrepresented female in our in our group here. What have you been watching or, or, or reading or playing God video? damn it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Give me the damn mic. <laughs> Um, I've actually been quite addicted to Twitch TV. I've been watching Somnific and um, his run-throughs of Skyrim because, well, Skyrim is the best. But I've been watching all of those, looking at uh, recent mod videos, things of that nature. As for comics, I have not been caught up yet, but lovely Troy got me some Harley Quinn that I need to catch up on. Um, TV. What have I watched on TV? Uh, Oh, that's a good word. Uh, there's lots, lots of keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I'm trying. To, I'm gonna go through the list in my head of what of what I have. Why do you? Wa- <laughs> Sorry, listeners and watchers. This is like a Dune talking about his cooking shows or about his uh, other crazy reality <laughs> nonsense. Do my my previous uh, uh, co-host Dune Murderous was uh, addicted to things like Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> And so, like every episode, every you met Honey Boo Boo. Uh, my my one of my previous jobs for Spark High School, I was the head AV technician. So dance groups come in, and I've actually been on two real. I've been on two episodes of the reality TV show Dance Moms. Um, I did all the back. I did a lot of the back stuff for it. Um, it was just setting up and making sure that they didn't like mess up my place because, well, my stage was my home, and if they messed up my stage. They were going to get messed up. But um, they had two episodes there, and Honey Boo Boo apparently showed up at the second one, and I saw her from the booth. She was in the audience. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. And her mother. And actually, I don't remember if I saw her mom or not. I just know the only reason. I didn't know Honey Boo Boo at that point. But one of my friends was in the booth with me. We were goofing around when we weren't supposed to. And she went, Megan, Megan, oh, fuck. Look at, look at the audience. And I was like, oh, what? It was in the audience. Like, I wasn't expecting anything. And she was like, look, look, it's Honey Boo Boo. And I was like, what the fuck is a Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> like, I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you, know, you know what, though? I, I can honestly say that I, too, had asked the question, what the hell is Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> I just, I didn't understand. I, I, I learned about it from the soup, actually. Back when I actually had cable, I, I would I would watch the, the soup, and that's how I knew about it. Oh, see, it. I never watched that. It's it's pretty good. The, the soup the soup is like the, the you know the the best making fun of uh, you know talk shows. Because usually I would just get together with a bunch of my friends and we would drink beer and make fun of stuff, and that was the best. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, they do it for you version of that. Oh, see, I'm not so lazy. I can make fun of stuff on my own. I'm very lazy, like as you can tell by me not putting these out on time. Oh well, I don't know about lazy. Maybe just undisciplined. Yeah, that too. So uh, while while Troy is adding his half and half to his coffee, uh, I will go ahead and. Oh, do you have do you have any more to talk about? Uh, I watched Buffy. I remember I watched Buffy. As for anything else, I don't know. What episode of Buff- Buffy did you watch? Season two, episode fourteen. Um, when she, it's basically Angel. Um, they have sex, and then Angel goes crazy. Oh, right. The yeah. first uh, Angelus uh, thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Now, remember, viewers, listeners, sex makes you go crazy. Don't do it. 
Is it sex with vampires makes you go crazy, or sex with Buffy makes you go crazy? Sex with Buffy. So don't, if you can avoid it, don't have just sex with Sarah Michelle be, Be, Geller. be just, 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 <laughs> you know what? Air that's what all the, the that's caution. what all of our lesbian listeners t- say to uh, when you're on the show too. Uh, don't don't oh, have wait. sex with anything. <laughs> just no, just <laughs> save it save it for marriage. Wait, so that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Oh. They didn't hear any of that. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. joke. Anyway, um, so uh, I just heard. Uh, I feel so very old. I like. Where I, do we I go remember, from here? Well, I, I remember Freddie Prince Sr. when yeah. he had a singing and acting career. In that show, what was his show? Chico and, Chico the, and man. the Man. I can't remember that. Oh, that's Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. So uh, that was another junior, um, senior and junior. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, where do we go from here? Uh, from uh, season six, episode whatever, the musical episode, uh, once more with feeling. I was watching the saddest video. Robert, did you did you play City of Heroes? You you played City of Heroes, right? So I, you probably watched this video by now. There's the, there's this uh, this video that somebody put together where it's uh, uh, City of Heroes is a uh, MMO game that was that was on that that uh, concluded two years ago, just just barely over two years ago. And it's very sad because I loved it and I played it from you know four months or three months into it all the way. You know I had my characters all the way through the end, um, but I wasn't I wasn't available to to play like towards the end and i didn't and i missed the end um but uh, i watched this this video that somebody put together where it's you know all sorts of destruction and then all the you know the the name heroes and you know just hundreds of of other uh heroes that were on that server go and 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 villains as well go and, and put the city back together and and uh and that as well as a, a selection from the Dollhouse uh, series, uh, a musical uh, piece, um, the two of those together, it just it made me so sad, and I missed that, sh- that 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 game. And uh, supposedly it's going to come back. Um, also, on the gaming front. I learned over the past couple of weeks that uh, I, I, I may have mentioned previously. I know I have on, on the the podcast before, but I don't know if I have on our on our current show. But uh, I am the the national champion from a little ga- uh, of a little game called Carmageddon, um, and this is I'm, I'm talking about Carmageddon One, which came out in uh, I want to say 1998. Is it anything like Steve Jackson Games' Car Wars? No. No, no. I remember Car Wars. I, I, uh, I had that. Man. There was a hero game, Iron Crown Enterprises. Uh, they also had a game called Auto Duel. All right. If this is a video game. What I'm talking about here. Okay. Um, and it is. It's a. It's a race game in theory. And mm-hmm. there are three ways to win. One, you can run the race and be the first person around the the, the track the required number of times, and then you would win. Nobody does that. Or the other way is you can run over every pedestrian on the map and kill them all. Then you win. The way that most what people... What if one guy goes to run the laps while somebody else goes to kill the pedestrians? Then whoever completes it first will win. 
Yeah. Um, I think it's just whoever kills the last one. I don't understand how that works, but supposedly that's a way to win. Um, but the uh, the way that everybody uh, normally wins is you just destroy all the other cars on the map. Um, and I, I was the national champion. I went to the uh, the national championships at uh, in San Francisco in uh, 2000 in January of 2000, and uh, and and I won. I won the the, the tournament, um, and that game went away. And the the successors they they had a, a Carmageddon two and a Carmageddon three. They even had a like a mobile game, but it wasn't really. It was just a, a branded uh, racing game that was kind of sort of similar. Um, anyway, uh, the uh, they're bringing back the company that did it. Um, it's like. I want to say Sterling or something like that. Something British sounding. It's a British company. Um, and they're, they're redoing it with modern technology. And there's an alpha out now on Steam, and I really, I really want to buy in on on it and, uh, and and go. I really want to contact these people and say, hey, hey, I'm the I'm the national champion. Let me, uh, you know, let me go and be your your, your poster boy, or in my case, your po- poster old man, middle aged man. Uh, well, I guess they're about. I think they're looking for a younger demographic. Anyway, I fucking love that. Uh, that game, and, and and maybe somebody without such a potty mouth. I fucking love that game. Oh no, there's all death and destruction in that game. Uh-huh. I fucking love that game. Ah. You know. Nice potty mouth, sugar lips. You kiss your mother with that mouth? I sure do. And then she tells me about Jesus <laughs> on Facebook in front of all my friends. Come on, mom. I got to do it in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and because of her, I made a little uh, a little meme of of Jesus as a yellow lantern. True story. Um, Is that why you did that? Yeah, because my mom was talking smack one day, and I'm like, "Oh wait, inspires great fear." I know who does that. Anyway. Try it, just dying. Um, well, I'm, I'm getting over a chest cold, and it's like I've got that annoying tickle in the back of the throat. But people make me laugh, and the laughter stimulates the tickle, yeah. and then I start coughing, and then my ribs start to aching. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow is his ringtone. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. He knows. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um. But anyway, uh, the other things that I've done in the past couple of weeks, I read a bunch of uh, Spider-Man comics, which was cool. I read some Miles Morales, and I read some Amazing, and I read some uh, Spider-Verse. Um, and I'm not I'm not fully caught up, but I read a bunch, um, so I'm very happy about that. Um, Have you read the latest Adventures? I watched walt disney's tarzan and tarzan 2 which so you have not read the latest avengers did you know that tarzan 2 takes place within the confines of tarzan 1 the True answer story. is no <laughs> uh-huh is be no i didn't be i didn't read the latest avengers yet i want i, well, I you, you need to read I've, I've been reading them in clumps you need to read avengers 26 i'm sorry new avengers 26 I read Mighty Avengers. Avengers recently. I read Captain it, uh, America and the Mighty Avengers? 
I read that one too. Okay. Okay. But I read like the last Mighty of uh, the last two or three Mighty Avengers. Right. And then a Captain America and the Mighty Avengers number one. Right. So Mighty Avengers from the end of uh, Original Sin. Yeah, it's terrible. That last story. No arc. wonder it was it was 80th out of 80. Not not terrible in the fact that it was a shitty story. It's just I hate what was going on. Oh hey, Mark has another thing to talk about. No, I was just going to ask what happened with the podcast review guys. Oh, um, I didn't alert them that I had put it up, and they're probably busy. I don't know. I'll, I'll uh, uh, Geo just moved to uh, uh, another city, and so I'm I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Uh, it, but I don't know. Um, hey, uh, yeah, maybe we'll we'll give them this one, or maybe we'll just give them the the original one where we talked about them a lot. But yeah, uh, if you if you love lots of podcasts, uh, check out the uh, uh, Giovanni Giorgio, the the Geo and um, what's it called, uh, Lax dude doing uh, Pod Gods. So that's a thing. Gods uh, of podcasting. Yeah, well, they're really more pod reviewers because they review uh, a nice handful of uh, podcasts every week. So, uh, so Kevin, <clears throat> have you given some thought to actually getting things out on time? Yes, it's what keeps me up at night. Well, okay, one, stop thinking about that so you can get some sleep. Thanks. Because the bag's under your eyes, man. I mean, do you... Oh, like okay, okay. You start. I mean, dude, you have. Maybe we could put some right in this, uh, right on the uh, thing here. I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, you've got checked luggage and carry on going on right there. All right, so Megan's gonna put some uh, eye stuff on my on my. Topical cream. That's a topical cream. <laughs> this is called. Well, it's actually called instantly ageless, but the the original name was um, eye candy when it wasn't fully released. But basically, you put it on and like. Two minutes all the stuff goes away under your eye it only lasts like 10 hours so it's good if you're going clubbing or trying to get like sexed up or something <laughs> not that you would know anything about I'm gonna go home and try to get things. sexed up what's that thing the 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 uh uh george burns uh gracie i'm coming home to you or something like that. oh good lord that's even before your time that's a radio show oh <laughs> I'm on my way, oh, you know, keep it warm for me or whatever George said. In the, I thought you were going to put it on me. Oh, I'm putting it on Yeah, you. come on, makeup girl. We're putting makeup on, Kevin. <laughs> this is really just a skin product, not an actual uh, cosmetic. Yeah. It isn't actually considered a cosmetic. It's considered um but that would not actually considered a cosmetic. But you know what? It probably wouldn't be the first time that Kevin had some Maybelline on his face. It's, well, I was a I, I was a uh, dra- drama kid in high school and in what? college. It's a movie reference. Oh, I don't. She doesn't know movie references. What are you crazy? I don't know movie references. It's really bad. Um. So anyway, and then beyond that, uh, what else did I see? Um. I saw, uh, oh, while I was not able to sleep in the middle of the night, rather than uh, doing um, doing work, because I figure, oh, if I put on a show or a movie, um, I'm going to fall asleep on it eventually. There are certain types of shows that will that I'll fall asleep on, and apparently I haven't been using those properly. But anyway. CNN? Yeah, stuff like that. That'll <laughs> just irritate me. That'll just make me angry, and I don't need to get angry. If I get angry, I'll be up even later. Um but uh, I watched uh, uh, Snowpiercer, as I said in, in part one of, of this episode. Yeah, you mentioned that. Snowpiercer with uh, with Captain America, uh, Chris Evans, um, which was 
you know, that's based on a comic book. I don't remember. It, I think it was based on a uh, a Korean comic book, like a, like a manga or whatever it's called in in Korea. What are they called? Snowpiercer. It's, uh, but there's another name. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, it, it's. Uh, Megan's breaking out the mother box. Basically, she's breaking out the mother box. You Ping. can hear the pinging. Turn off the sound for that. <laughs> so, so that was a comic book reference. So in Megan. in this in a DC comic book. Have reference, you watched so you this? Should... Are you are you aware of what's going on with, uh, with no, that movie? No, I haven't actually watched it. So I'll give you the premise. Okay. They're on a train. Pitch it to me. They're on a train. The okay. train is called Snowpiercer. Uh huh. And what they've done, and you actually don't find this out until later into the movie, but you kind of. You don't need to not know it, um, but but they're on a train that goes around the entire world um, in 365 days over the course of a year, and so each uh, after a year they reach the same spot. And I'm like, well, why do you keep going? Well, that's what keeps them warm. Apparently, a, uh, a meteor or a comet or something. They 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 give it a name, but not a design, not. Uh, Exactly what it was, but but basically um, some sort of uh, celestial body has crashed into the earth and <laughs> brought about a new ice age, um, and so the people in the back of the train it's a it's a class issue, right? So the people at the very front of the uh, of the train, you know, these are the people running the show. These are the first class people. These are not you know not just the people running it, but then just behind them they've got the first class, and they've got and then you've got the coach people, and then at the very back. Um, you've got the uh, the people who were brought on like cattle, um, and uh, and Chris Evans is one of these, um, and this is the only this train you know has at least uh, when it originally started, um, uh, eighteen years before the 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 date that this uh, that this movie takes place, um, when it started, um, or at least at this point. It, it represents all of humanity left on Earth. Uh, they don't know of any other humanity that has survived, and they don't expect that any other humanity has survived on Earth. Um, you know, unless they've gone you know well underground or something like that. And so, as far as life on the surface, they're it. And this train somehow, you know, even with all this snow, it is a snow piercer, and it doesn't matter if it's crashing through you know last year's ice. You know, it's fine, and it's you know nuclear powered or something like that. Um, uh, but you know, and it's like a, a closed ecosystem, um, and it's been going for 18 years, and it is a an amazing story about uh, about class and about life and about uh, uh, you know how, uh, the the will to survive, as as Mark just said, and we can't hear him. Um, I I was really impressed with that one. Hmm. Well, I, I may have to add that onto my list of things to see. Oh, wait, wait, Megan would like to jump in now. So, actually, um, the origin of it it was a it was a French graphic novel, but it was turned into a Korean um, science fiction film. So that's where you got the Korean from. But it is from 1982, and it was originally called La Transpiercing. My French sucks. It, it's uh, the Snowpiercer in French. Well, yeah, and it was later retitled The Escape, but um, it was by um, Jack Salab and Ben. And Benjamin um, Legrand? Jacques. Jacques, I'm sorry. Jacques Loeb? Yeah, we, we, we apologize. No, he <clears throat> said Jax. I said Jax instead of Jacques. We apologize to the French, <laughs> the, the, to the nation of France, 
to French-speaking people, to the um, French language itself. So, so, so Megan, Jack's yeah. jocks. I fucking hate all of you. She loves us. <laughs> we are pretty lovable. Because this is the type of shit that she comes up with on her own. Believe me. She okay. just acts. Is some Am I wrong? Okay. I'm not even trying to do it now. <laughs> Go ahead. Some Go ahead, try. Some of the time it's my own fault. Some of it is because I'm just fucking stupid. She is not stupid. She's just so, fucking so, hilarious. So wait, is what wait, she wait. Is. I politely move it over in front of you, and you don't want to. And, and then, but but then, like otherwise, you just you get you get both channels. You okay, just, you just at least like you, you reach over and just channel. grab it. <laughs> like she wants to talk about things. Uh, anyway, so that was good. Oh, also, if this is the first time you've watched or listened to the Comics Online podcast, we're, we're sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do we say to people who have watched at least once before, but uh, maybe less than five oh, times? We're fault. still sorry, but yeah, at this point, it's your own fault. I'm not sorry at all. If you chose to come again, that's of your own doing. Okay, <laughs> now what about the listeners and the viewers who have watched more than five again? times? God damn it! <laughs> Apparently, as many times as possible, says Megan Savannah Lair. As many times as possible? As many times as possible. Oh, yeah. All right. You heard it there. You heard it there. Oh, and by the way, for those playing playing the uh, the drinking game at home, uh, we're going to call Tesseract. What? Yeah, when you say Tesseract. When somebody says Tesseract, you drink. Fair enough. I'm, oh. I'm on to water. I, I I'm on to water. I was I was drinking a, uh, a oh, Tesseract. She said I said the same thing. Oh, how do I say it? She said Tesseract. See, that's what you said, and and it's Tesseract. Tesseract. But there it's we go. Tesseracts oh, no, in how, plural. Guess how many drinks you get to have right now? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on. Sorry for those of you who are driving. Hopefully it's like some sort of, uh, you know, you're, you're soft drink. Red Bull or something. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. I, I, if you're at Sonic, have the uh, the cherry limeade. I prefer the strawberry limeade, but cherry is decent. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So, <laughs> so uh, it's the other thing that I watched. Uh, I, you know, I've been, as usual, I, I don't have any uh, regular television or whatever. The other thing that that is uh, that I've been stre- streaming is. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, video Game High School. I just finished video, video Game High School Season 3. Uh, episode 6 was the final final one. It was the, the series ender. And a uh, little, bit, little bit good, a little bit sad. Um, it's what you would expect from that series if you've watched it before. This is a... Uh, uh, a series that uh, you know started out web and really could have gone to a cable show. It was it, it's a very high quality show, um, and uh, I, I honestly hope they uh, they come up with you know maybe give it a couple of years or whatever and then come come around with a sequel. Um, it's it's solid. Oh, uh, I I just got to jump this out there because it hit my brain. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Random tangent, not related to anything. Sometime, Kevin, yeah. you have to watch the uh, the anime. It's an animated uh, original film. 
Battle Royal High School. I love that. Battle Royal High School. Yeah. It rocks. Is that the the Battle to the Death one? No, I don't think What's so. That I think one it called? actually precedes it. Uh, that's Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah, I thought it was similar. So Battle Royal High School. Battle Royal High School. Not a, uh, it. It, it features situation. one of the main characters uh, is a member of the school karate team. Uh, he wants to make a great distinction as a fighter, so he wears a leper head mask to his matches. And he, where the skin is falling off, or did you no, mean no, leopard? No, no, no. It's uh, it, it, it it it's it's pretty intact. One of the other main characters is a prince from an alien culture. Uh, one of the other main characters is a demon hunter. And one of the other main characters is a sci-fi policeman who's here on Earth investigating these transdimensional incursions. Um, and there are some pretty good animated martial art fights. And there's some pretty okay. interesting sci-fi stuff. There's a couple of demonic transformations. <clears throat> yeah, it's awesome. You got to see this. It might have been. Uh, another good one to watch uh, is the animated film, not the series, but the film. The series is also good, but Grappler Baki, also known as Baki the Grappler. Okay. Uh, he actually spends more time in pugilistic combat, punching and kicking. Rather than, than wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Right. But they call it Baki the Grappler, so whatever. All right. And uh, last on my temporary rant hit parade here, my random tangent. Okay. Fight Ixer 1. My God, I love like you just that made anime. that up. No, no. True story. This is awesome. You get, uh, you, you, you get a girl. Yeah, young girl. I do. Aww, she needs yeah. to be rescued. So there is this alien warrior who rescues her and protects her from the evil aliens. She has a giant robo, the Ixer robo. Um, there are several chapters in the Ixer 1 story, but... Fight Ixer 1. Definitely. Check that out. Okay. If you're nice to me, I might loan you my copy. I'm yeah, pro- I'm busy. I'm too busy for Fight Ixer 1, but that's, that sounds like a good I'm always nice, anyway. so I get to borrow it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was never going to deny you. Well, we have to, uh, like I say, well, you know, we can we can have part of our... Uh, <laughs> we can have part of our, uh, the, the, the all-ages section over at my house. Uh, uh, Fight Ixer 1 is not actually all-ages appropriate. No, no, but, but I mean, you know, whatever it is that we have on our list. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with some of the violence is a little extreme for someone of his daughter's tender years. There are some brief scenes. She's pretty of violent herself. Um, yeah, and and I don't I don't need your daughter, you know, taking lessons from this. And no, no, <clears throat> Daddy, I jump roundhouse kicked a fool in the face. Oh, uh, she already does. Oh my goodness, <laughs> she seriously will just go. I, I Mork from Ork is her spirit animal because she puts her hands in her in her uh, drinks and wants to sit upside down on her head to uh, to watch TV. Or she'll hang upside down like a bat. Yeah, she oh, she'll hang hang on the back of the yeah. She's she's wild that kid. You're well, and she's not even three yet. And and this is your child. This is my child. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we can only blame you. Mm, there might be a little biology involved, but you know. Oh, you you can't possibly tell me that you blame any of this on her mother. <sighs> Ha, ha, ha.
th- I'm just saying genetics might have something to do with, uh, you know, and uh, uh, people taking drugs. I, anyway. I, I would be curious to know what Mr. Ghostwand was like when he was three. Um, I would like to think that I was probably chilled out. My son, who was a lot like me in many respects, um, was so such a chilled kid. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just talked to him last night. He uh, he just got got back safely to college um, from his uh, whirlwind whirlwind trip to uh, Vail, Colorado, where he was shooting uh, a thing for his um, midterm. No, for his final. Whirlwind. That's whirlwind. That's a character, a yeah. Marvel character. Yeah, with the mutant villain. Yeah. Never been part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Can you believe that? Huh. But he's been, uh, yeah, he's Spider-Man a career villain, criminal. Daredevil villain, Avengers. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 remember. He started out as a giant man villain and Was graduated it? to the Avengers. Okay, and then from there, kind of made his way around. You know, pretty much anyone who's ever fought crime has probably fought Whirlwind once. Yeah. But he's not been a member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. How about that? And he's always been a mutant. I didn't even remember that he was. Yeah, yeah, he is. Ah, I believe you. So, uh, so I'm, I'm all over that, the place with uh, with my random comic tangents today. You do, and and you know what? Com- this is comics online. We need the random comic book tangents, um, or or more of them, and better ones, because uh, you know mine might have been played out after uh, six years plus. Um, yeah, for the, for those who might possibly be interested in terms of the science of superpowers, Whirlwind's power would be considered uh, a spinning at extraordinary velocity. As opposed to Red Tornado, who actually creates whirlwinds around himself, but doesn't rotate on his longitudinal axis. They are two discrete powers. And there you are. So, um, and then beyond that, uh, this week marks the uh, the end of the uh, of, of uh, the the half season for The Walking Dead. Um, and we're about to get to the end of uh, the the first the, the front half of uh, uh, what do you call um, Agents of Shield. I wanted to say City of Heroes. See, I got on that City of Heroes <laughs> kick, and I just wanted to go back to it. You, you know what? You know what I want to see, Kevin. Tell me. This would require a lot of money and a lot of cooperation from a lot of talent. I'll but cooperate. I'm talented. I would actually like to. Megan see... Megan will cooperate. She's talented. I hear. Why do I always end up with two? All right. <laughs> I would like to see an, an apocalyptic movie, it, not just a zombie apocalypse, but and not just a vampire apocalypse, Please. but a zombie, vampire, werewolf, something else apocalypse. Now that seems like it would be a fun, like Sharknado type of situation. Well, like, like a like a like you know, like there, there would be no, 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 like like. Packs, like organized, intelligent packs of werewolves, organized clans of vampires, hordes of zombies, just all of the different monsters behaving in their context, but in huge proliferations. Okay, so do we want like a um, being human, like they're disguised and like they're trying to blend in and and then it breaks out, like something breaks, like one of the clans does something stupid and it's all like war and then we're like, oh shit. 
these things are here, or like we already know that they're there. Oh, we know they're there. They have no reason to hide. They 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 have numbers. They have they have all the advantages. And we humans, kind of like in Walking Dead, we're small pockets of survivors moving from place to place, trying to find a place to you know dig our heels in and begin our fight for survival. But as soon as we kill a bunch of zombies, oh, here come the vampires. And damn it, you can't kill a vampire as easily. Oh, wait, the sun's coming up, so the vampires are fading back. But, ah, oh, damn it, here come the werewolves. We can't catch a break. Wait, shouldn't the werewolves turn back into humans if the sun's coming back up? Or are you going to do it as, um, what's it called? Uh, the Larkin? types. Larkins? Or what, yeah. what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where they, where they can... Lichen, thank Lichens, you. Lichens, yeah. I knew I had, like, I had a track. I promise I have, like, tracks of thought. Do you and know? they don't work. Hey, look, I you know these people are listen are, are used to listening to me and me getting derailed. You're fine. You're you're fine. There's no problem. Well, lichens. I'm sorry, lichens. Yeah. Take it from the word lycanthrope. Ninja pirates. The ninja pirates. Well, we don't have to worry about nin- uh, ninja pirates anymore be- if if we got November's uh, loot crate. Uh, I do not. Because what? October's no, it's November's. So that's the one with the ninja pirate shirt. October's was the one with the with the cat skull. And since you just made me think of it, I'm gonna throw this out here. Go out and get yourselves, all of our viewers, listeners, whatever, whoever you are, however it is you're digesting this right now. So our viewers, our listeners, uh, our electronic media feeders, cowboy ninja viking. Yes. Oh, that's right. A thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that thing. That was from a few years ago. <laughs> the comic Image book. Comics put out this. I have I have the two trades, the okay. two collected trades. Cowboy Ninja Viking, specialized assassins that have triple personalities and skill sets built into them. Uh, they're called the triplets. Uh, and inside the head of any one triplet at any time are three different conversations that go on. But the like Deadpool possesses the skill sets of each of these three personas. Uh, in the case of the main character, the gun skills of a cowboy, the fighting skills of a Viking, and the stealth assassination skills of a ninja. Cowboy Ninja Viking, this thing is awesome. That sounds like fun. I, I uh, yeah. we, we talked about it a couple of years ago, whenever it was out originally. I was reading it while you were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never actually read it, but uh, it, it looked cool. Yeah, I, I didn't actually listen to the podcast back then, but something in the back of my mind told me read this because one day someone will ask you a question and you'll have to have an answer. There you are, and here you are. Doesn't ever. God damn it! We're just trying to be helpful. We're just trying to. We're just trying to be helpful. Doesn't everyone ask you questions? Shouldn't you be prepared for all questions when it comes to comics? Let's be real. Flashback. You get all of the questions. Well, I do get a lot of questions. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and Megan gets two microphones. I hate this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This. No, if, wait, wait, if wait, 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 Kevin. That, that Kevin. The comics Kevin. online podcast has its running jokes, and I like this one. We're we're, we're doing this all wrong. She gets two turntables and a microphone. All right. That's true. 
Oh, yeah. We Sorry, Megan. Epic failure on our part. You wait right here. We're going to go and get two turntables. We'll be back. But in the meantime, um, I, this is the time of year that, that my Comics Online people w- will go and, and give um, uh, put out things for uh see i'm running out of spit i'm running out of stuff i'm running out of juice i've been up since two in the morning it's terrible i believe you're talking about the christmas list right? oh my the suggestion God. for the christmas the, the, list yeah our geek gift guides yeah and um and we've got a bunch up and we're we're partnering up once again with our friends over at uh, weirdgirls.com weird-girls uh if you're looking that up and uh, and they between the two of us uh, we've got uh, I don't know like a dozen gift guides that are all themed and awesome, and we've got a, a handful still to come. So uh, so check that out. That was a song by Beck, by the way. The song's uh, Where It's At. Mm-hmm. Where It's At. I never heard of that before. Was, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that. we're still talking. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's on uh, Odelay, right? Yeah. Uh, the same album. Odelay. Uh, Devil's Haircut and The New Pollution. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? Do you even open it? No. Get get on your mother box and go to YouTube and look up Beck's uh, new pollution. Haircut. Okay. I don't know. Well, Devil's Haircut is a great song, but the video is not that good. What? New pollution. That video is awesome. Should I check what's on it first? Does it have space? Does it have any space? Beck's new one. Uh, uh, just right. uh, back up. Drop the. Oh, check and make sure that this is going to work. New pollution. Uh, eject it and see if it's the right kind, because I've got one of those. Uh, it's just incredible. Gig ones that uh, he grew up in a musical family, and he's all oh, good. like kind of classical, classic rock, uh, R and B. Oh right, we were going to talk about <laughs> funk, that. I forgot all about fifties. Yeah, Jared Leto is the Joker. So, oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, we were talking about that at the store, and I had meant to mention that on this show, but I forgot all about it because well, I'm so tired. Yeah, we're still recording the audio. I don't mind. Hi, hi. Yeah, say no big deal. That's it. That's it. Yeah, right now. Megan Savannah is listening to Beck's new pollution and watching the video. If you've not checked out the video, go to YouTube right now. We'll wait and uh, check out new pollution. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's got a little bit of the Beatles, a little bit of the Who, a a little bit of a lot going on in here. He's a a fun artist. I'm throwing a party like this at Kevin's house. Okay, oh, but make sure that other people are out of town when that happens, because I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, are you kidding? I'm sorry. Ms. Goswan gets the first invitation. All right. All right, you going to take care of uh, cleaning up afterward? Then it's fine. Uh, I am going to organize the party. You okay. can take care of the cleanup after. A good host. The tech- decorative De- Decorative blast. what? Oh, glass thing. Oh. That's oh. a, uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, 
<laughs> the urn with Grandpa's ashes. L- the glass thing on the mantle from um, uh, the w- Risky Business. Never watched that. Oh, jeez. Tom Cruise, like uh, his first thing or one of his first things. Yeah. Breakout role, anyway. Uh, right. Anyway. I was going to say, a good host always cleans up after, even if it's not their house. That's what well, I... Well, see, that's the thing. How can I be a host if it's not tell my me. house? I am catering. I'm bringing this party in, but I'm not actually the host. That's this guy. Oh. Organizing the event and telling people about it, chances are you're the host because you're putting it together because that's what a host does. Mm, not necessarily. This is sometimes why a host uses an event coordinator and a caterer. Oh, and then they provide the, the venue. All right. Yeah, see, anyway, exactly. this is a stupid thing to argue about. Anyway. No, we're, we're not arguing. So we're the, having a uh, rational discourse. <laughs> Secret Six. Secret Six. The movie. Gail Simone. Gail Simone. <clears throat> Sorry, not Secret Six. Suicide Squad. Oh, I'd rather talk about Secret Six right now. Almost as good. Um, In many ways, I think it'll be better. Um, anyway, so we've got uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. We've got... Uh, the, Why the, is the, the Joker in the Suicide Squad? I, mean, I don't know. It doesn't make sense that he would follow anybody's directions. Yeah, they're... they're, they're he, it, seem, it would make sense he's just like, Suicide Squad? Ha-ha. Guess what? Uh, I've just killed all the my co-members. And thus making a lie of the name, because now it's the Homicide Squad, and I've right. killed you. Exactly. Blamo murdered you. Yeah. That's Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't see how the Joker fits. And the Joker has not been part of the Suicide Squad you know, neither incarnation, not the pre-52 incarnation, not the current incarnation. Um, uh, have they actually said that... Uh, stop it, it's not funny. Uh, have they actually said that the Joker is a part of the Suicide Squad, or is it that he is making an appearance in the movie? No, I, I suppose we don't know, but... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, and then we've got for the uh, for for Harley Quinn we have <coughs> Margot Robbie, and then we've got uh, who else do we got? Kara is one of the um... what? We've got camera battery is almost out. Well, uh, screw talking about that. That's crazy talk. You want more of that? Check out comicsonline.com. I'm pretty sure one of my staff members has posted about it already. Or just check us out on uh, Facebook. Yeah, you know what? We should get together like one Saturday night. Not necessarily this one, but one Saturday night. And, and, and like just finally, do, a, do a podcast all-nighter. And, and finally, uh, and we can finally call uh, uh, Cullen Bunn. Cullen Bunn is like, the, is, is like our Matt Damon. Oh, sorry, Cullen Bunn. We didn't have time for you today. But next time. Right, that, that was a joke with uh, one yeah, of those yeah, you know what? talk Thanks show to you. Guys. Colin, what do I always say? Colin Bunn is going to come up to me at the next comic convention. And punch you in the face. punch me right in the face. No, he's, he's actually a really nice guy and, uh, and just, You yeah, say that as no problem. the nice guys don't punch people in the face. Yeah, but over such a thing, I mean, that would be ridiculous. Hey, you going to drink your shot? Yes, I am. Hey, Troy David, Tesseract. So, for Troy David, Megan Savannah-Lair, Mark Lutz, and uh, Robert the Barely Said Anything, I'm Kevin Goswan. And for everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online.
Salud. Good night. Swag a thousand times. Swag. 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 Even giant or boobs. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag. 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 Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent Giant those of comics online, any participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less a post-racial universe. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, Tesseract Tuesdays. Biting sarcasm, and everything key pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online Podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. Please visit Troy David on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and in person at Flashback Comics and Games. All original material in this podcast copyright Comics Online. Swag a thousand times over. Giant boobs. Swag a thousand times over. Giant boobs. Swag. Swag a thousand times over. From the guitar builders to going off like Yamaha bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.